0: All right, hey, welcome everyone. This is our first podcast. Uh, We have, it's untitled right now. I'm Rico Moore.
1: Justin Moore here,
0: no relation. That's right. Um, So far as we know. Uh, (laughs) But again, this is going to be all things just pop and nerdy and sometimes even just what's over in our minds. But uh, our first one, we want to talk about a movie we just came out of the theater about maybe an hour ago um, called Midsummer.
1: That was that was a trip, uh, quite <laughs> I was considering the content, almost quite literally.
0: Oh no doubt, and uh, we we knew that it would be. Uh, and uh, again, we're going to say this is going to be a uh, spoiler uh, review. So if you have not seen it, or so you might want to, yeah, know, if, you, check if it. you have
1: not seen the movie and you are interested in seeing the movie, uh, don't listen to this podcast yet. Come back afterward. Uh, that being said, if you're kind of curious about the film but don't really like the whole horror scene, this will be a pretty in-depth analysis of, of the, the plot line and and some of the, the the highlights of it. So if you're interested in the content but don't really want to go see all that because there was definitely a lot of disturbing stuff in there, um, give this a listen. It's worth worth it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, you have to, if you hear some music in the background, we're out in the courtyard. We just saw the movie and I, just, I turned to Justin and said, hey, you know, Let's go make a podcast, so here we are. <laughs> right. uh, so let's talk about uh, the director, because again, this is a, f- a movie that uh, Jess invited me to, and he gave me a heads up about the director. And um,
1: Yeah, so um, Ari Aster, the name of the director, um, and he, I've only ever seen one other film of his, and that was a, f- a film called uh, Hereditary that came out last, I believe it was last year, it could have been yeah. the year before, I think it was last year mm-hmm. though. Um, I saw that with a friend of mine, and let me tell you what: if you are at all uh, squeamish, or if you have uh, strong religious affiliations, steer clear of hereditary. Um, that was that was rough. I definitely remember leaving the theater and feeling kind of like, "Ugh, like, I can't <laughs> believe I just watched that." You know, mm-hmm. and my opinion of the film since then has has been uh, adjusted a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those where I was definitely not expecting. That kind of intensity and that level—I mean, it was—it was graphic. It was—it was hardcore in your face, and it wasn't there the whole time, which honestly makes it worse when it does show up. You know what I mean? Even with yeah. Midsummer, he yeah. did kind of the same thing. It's—it's it's like you're watching this drama, and then boom, it gratuitous violence, and it's like whoa, really catches you off guard. Um, so anyway, when I when I, I I saw I saw Hereditary, and then I heard about this movie, and I said, you know what, I'll give this director another shot. Um, and I, I reached out to Rico because I know he likes horror movies and stuff too. I said, hey man let's go see this movie, do you know anything about it? He said, uh, no, I don't, I don't really, and um, I just said, look, I, I want to go ahead and let you know, the last movie I saw that this guy did was uh, highly disturbing, and so I gave him gave him a heads yeah. up, like, hey, red flag, this is going <laughs> to be pretty rough, um, and actually, I, I feel like it turned out to be not as rough as, as I was expecting, and, and I feel like probably not as rough as you may have expected, considering my review.
0: No, and you know, I think uh, his, the movie I saw, I missed that on Hereditary, I saw Witch, um, which I think was by him as well. So I, to... I
1: thought it was. Um, as a matter of fact, it turns out that it is not. But it is a, ah. a very similar style film, which gotcha. is why he is related to the content. Oh, okay, well.
0: good. Uh, good fact checked right there. Uh, so you know, I, you know, me coming to it seeing Witch, and I thought it was by him. Um, it seems similar to it in the same vein, with uh, definitely high on the uh, religious tone, and just like I said, if you. Um, you know, I think both of us—we're both uh, strong in our faith, but we can suspend the belief and uh, yeah. watch it with the objective mind. But um, yeah, uh, the yeah—it was a very definite trip, and we're going to get into, I guess, the the basic plot.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, let's yeah. let's start with like the the plot of it. So, um, let me go ahead and say first off, the opening blew my mind. Yes. The the beginning of the movie was such an incredible setup; it really set the scene for what you were going to be yeah. experiencing in the characters' lives uh, for the rest of the film. So um, to give a brief summary of, of the opening, uh, basically uh, it opens with, you know, you've got this uh, this girl, the main character, um, Florence Pugh is the name of the actress. Yeah. Uh, Danny is her name in the film. Yeah. And uh, she's dealing with, um, she's essentially afraid that her sister may have just committed suicide. Apparently she's dealing with uh, her sister's bipolar. And yeah. she got this uh, weird email that says, you know, uh, uh, it's too it's too dark or it's too black or something like that. Um, mom and dad yeah. are coming to mm-hmm. goodbye, mm-hmm. right? And she's like freaking out. She calls her boyfriend who's hanging out with all of his friends, and and she starts complaining and uh, you know or not complaining but you know just kind of grieving or whatever. And she's like, hey, I'm I'm really worried. And he's like, hey, it's fine. It's not a big deal. She does this all the time. And uh, then they get off the phone. And then you see him immediately. Uh, it kind of cut scenes, and he's out eating pizza with his bros, and they're all like, dude. You're tired of this relationship, man. Like, you've been tired of this relationship for, like, two years. You just keep letting her, like, vent and stuff like that. Like, it's time for you to get out of this thing, dude. And, uh, and so they keep going on, and then she calls, and they're like, Seriously, is she calling again? This is, this is ridiculous, bro. And at one point, one of them actually comments, This is abuse. He says, This yeah. is abuse. This is, this is ridiculous. She can't treat you like this. this is All she does is, is, is come to you with problems. And uh, so we go through that, and then next thing we know, um, she calls him screaming. Because they have found the bodies of her parents and her sister, um, she tied hoses to all of the exhausts ports on the cars in the garage, and then tied them in the gar- into the house, yeah. and and basically killed everybody by the the exhaust in the cars, and and then of course the you know, boyfriend comes over to help her grieve, and, and in that scene you're really seeing like I was gonna break up with you, now mm. I can't, yeah, he's like trapped. He, they, he's he's trapped, and it's one of those things where like you know it would be it would be wrong for him to feel like. He wasn't taking care of her, and so he's like rocking her, and she's yeah. just screaming. And let me go ahead and add, though she'd had an amazing, she did an amazing job acting. She, she was incredible. Her whines, gosh, they <laughs> were so oh, Very gratuitous, uh, very difficult to handle. Um, but that's my summary of the beginning, if you want to throw anything else out there, Rico.
0: Yeah, and, and this is kind of a weird uh, comparison, but I think the last time I was very impressed with the first opening uh, scenes or the movie was Up. You know, oh, how, yeah, yeah,
1: that was really and, good.
0: And in Midsummer, they did in like maybe 10 minutes. They told a whole scene that could have been a, a short film.
1: Yeah, After, it really was.
0: And I love how they even hint towards it because in the beginning, you know, uh, again, uh, Florence Pugh, who's Danny in the char- uh, as a character, uh, she gets the message, she calls her parents, and you go to the old style um, telephone with the uh, answer machine. You think, Man, oh, okay, yeah. what period is this? And she's leaving the message. To the camera pans to her parents, who are just sound asleep. But you don't, we don't realize till later they're not, they're dead. You know yeah. they've gotten that carbon monoxide poisoning. But as Justin said, it was powerful display of acting. Very much on, so on Florence Pugh. And right there, I was ready to say, okay, I'm, if that movie ended there, I say, yeah, oh, that was good. Oh, that was worth the money compared to a lot of things we've seen before. So, uh,
1: so the the next the next portion of the plot um, is, is basically so her her boyfriend. And all his friends plan this trip to Sweden because they've got this one Swedish friend. Uh, and and one of their one of the guys... Um, so what's his... Uh, his name Peli. is... Yeah. Pele. Pele. Yeah. Pele is uh, the Swedish guy. And um, another one of their friends, Josh, is going to do his uh, thesis. They're all in, in graduate school or, yeah. or something like that. And, and so he's going to do his thesis on this midsummer festival that's kind of big in, in mm-hmm. Europe and in those areas. And so they're all going to go out there and hang out. And basically... His girlfriend finds out that she wasn't invited Mm -hmm. And that they kind of planned this in secret And he feels really bad, so he invites her So all of them go out to this uh, Midsummer festival in Sweden And that's when things start to get A little bit kooky Yes,
0: and uh, I think you know I want to say about some of the cast members too uh, That um, One of my favorites, because if you've seen The uh, I think it's on Netflix, The Good Place Yeah, yeah. so William Jackson Who um, you know, plays opposite of uh, the star Veronica Mars. The um, forgot her name all of a sudden. But. Uh, Kristen Bell. Yes, Kristen Bell. Thank you. But um, uh, yeah, he plays the guy who's writing his thesis. He's a very strong character. Uh, what I like about that when they go to the uh, Midsummer, and, and we talked about it, and again, it was not a crowded theater, so I, I didn't mind whispering to um, Justin in the scene when uh, you have the the car traveling awesome oh yeah the world turns upside down yeah like
1: we're watching that scene and i'm thinking about you know like because i've got another friend who wants to see it that hasn't had a chance to see it yet and he's going to be expecting my review and so i was like how am i going to say what am i going to say about this and like the first word that comes to mind as soon as we see that camera turn upside down as the car passes is warped and like it legitimately like warps your reality and and we'll get into this section of the movie more later but there was once the festival starts happening and obviously they're like i mean as soon as they get there they're offered shrooms and yeah. they're like oh yeah absolutely you know so like it's one of those things where like you know there's there's clearly a bunch of tripping involved and stuff like that but like they it, there's some scenes where it's like really awkward like this like the scene should have cut by now it's it's mm-hmm. really long it's an extensive look at the same thing but that emphasizes to the viewer the effect of the drug because you're yeah. just as confused mm-hmm. as the character on screen and if, it, if they were to shorten that clip and make it a little bit more comfortable for you as the viewer you 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 wouldn't see that same experience you wouldn't understand like what it you know it's, it's a great simulation obviously i've never done <laughs> hallucinogenics or psychedelics <laughs> or anything like that yeah. but it, it's one of those things where like they really did a great job of, of seemingly uh imparting on the viewer what it's like to be tripping And not know how to
0: handle it. Yeah, just uh, you become paranoid yourself. Absolutely. As one of the characters, uh, was it um, uh, William Will Poulter? You know, who plays Mark? Who really was a one-note character. But we're getting to the (laughs) our favorite characters. But um, going back to the uh, again the shot we talked about, it seemed like it was maybe filmed like with a drone because there's an aerial view of the the vehicle, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it seems like the drone does a one-eighty, and the world becomes upside down. Even as you into enter, enter their place, mm-hmm. then the drone turns right side up. you know. And to me, it felt like, okay, it's understanding that everything here is completely opposite of what you're thinking Yeah, of.
1: it's definitely like kind of walking through a gate and realizing the world is upside down. I yeah. think that's exactly what that was about. All right. Uh,
0: and so we'll get into the uh, setting of the film because you know, the tone, how it's set. Uh, you, know, it's, you know, We're always talking about how it's character-driven and story-driven, but you made a point about how you love uh the people around there the, yeah
1: i honestly feel like the people in this uh so they, they, they go to this uh commune in sweden and it's this very small group of people i wouldn't even call it a village there's like six buildings yes. max uh-huh. and they all sleep in the same house and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. and uh i mean I, what would you estimate like maybe 60 people max live yes. in this town yeah so it's definitely um, i
0: thought about the village you know and night Shyamalan, but totally different yeah. there's a lot of Lot tighter,
1: yeah. Yeah, so so it's very small, and I almost feel like the 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 setting itself is a character, and I definitely think that was the intent of um, the director in mm-hmm. that, like you know, not just the setting in mm-hmm. the location, but the setting in. The people of the town, like yeah. they, they to the other collectively made a character because of the... They, they always had this like you know these unison things that were happening and chants and mm. stuff and whatever.
0: <laughs> a lot know. of breathing, a lot of that. <sighs> yeah, it was re- yes.
1: I will say that with that that kind of stuff, and I'll, I'll probably be looking into this a little mm. bit more tonight. Like, how much of that weird chanting and how much of that language and how much of all that stuff, how much of that was authentic? Yeah. Like, how much of that do you think that he actually took from studying mm-hmm. groups and cultures like this? And How much yeah. of that do you think was just like, you know, boogaloo that he put together like, boogaloo? Yeah. So, like,
0: like when they were running with the cart and they were pointing at yeah. their arm. Yeah,
1: yeah and, and, and you know, that's, that's like, you know, uh, when when I was getting ready for this movie, I read a lot of things about how it was a comedy. Yeah. And um, I, I think that it, it kind of was in in some sense in that it was it was a little, it was a little satirical. It was like, hey, look, you know, we're this, uh, I, I, I what would the word be to describe that area of the world? Uh, I mean, it's not Nordic, um. Yeah.
0: It's, hmm. Yeah, because when you think of Nordic, you think about ice caps and polar caps or whatnot, but, uh. Well, it was, uh, it was just
1: kind of a, it was just kind of a, a, a satire of the culture of that yes. area. Like, you would see, you know, these people with smiling faces and yeah. they're like, you know, leaping through the uh, air and looking at you like, mm-hmm. hey, aren't you so happy? We're going to yeah. kill you. You know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Um and so in that sense, it kind of was a, a comedy, but it, not to the extent that I, I feel like people made it out to be yeah um, but yeah, the people in, in the setting and everything and you, you, you see uh, Pele, who's the the guy that invited all these Americans yeah. there, and there's a few other people like uh, his I think it's his brother was his his yeah. Bro- yeah, so brother his brother um, invites people from London that he yeah. studies with and all that sort of stuff. And uh, so you see that this isn't exclusively for the people in this area, but it is kind of a um, smaller group. It's very limited in the amount of people they're going to bring in mm-hmm. for each festival. Yeah. And uh, so they all arrive, and the, the first, you know, part of it is really, you know, like they're just like, oh, let me help you, let me get you mm-hmm. this, let me get you that, let me get you this, let me get you that. And there's all sorts of, you know, special drinks and herbs and things that are being passed around. And it kind of, you kind of, not at the beginning... But you do eventually, uh, probably in about 30 minutes from the point that we're at in the movie right now, yeah. you start to get the sense that they're continuing to keep them drugged and or inebriated in, in some way yeah. in order to keep them docile, mm-hmm. right? Th- them being the Americans. Yeah. Um, so then uh, after they arrive, you've got... Uh, well, you, you have anything you want to throw in about what I've, what we've said so far?
0: I think, yeah, you uh, touched upon it. Like you said the people. I think they have the authentic people. So it wasn't actors pretending to be Swedish. You know, if you look at the the... The cast, you know, you have people who, like you said, that uh, the character Pele is his first American movie. Um, so you really uh, are lost in the uh, authenticity. And he, of he the definitely
1: grouper. he showed you a different world. Yeah. It really was; it was his mm-hmm. own world, yeah. and you, you definitely felt like you were enveloped by it. Yeah.
0: And uh, you know, the premise also, like with Pele, is that uh, how he's been he's been away for a year, and he's been a missionary, and so um, you find out later is his mission is to bring back someone. Uh, so, Because I wondered why, you know, why would you bring people to something like this and, you know, yeah. we'll get into like all the craziness knowing that, you know, someone can run away and it's very secluded also. So you can't just get on your bike. I mean, you had to be, you had to take a, once you get there, you had to be led on foot and then um, maybe transportation is only big enough for two people or like a Yeah, a they like they, they
1: mentioned at one point that there's a, there's only one truck that they can take into or out of the commune. Yeah. There's only two seats in it. And all that kind of stuff.
0: And, of course, no cell service, so... <laughs> yeah, of course,
1: you know. Um, uh-huh. And, and so, to, so they how they demonstrate that is uh, they're talking about this festival or, you know, they're like, the big day, it starts tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, well, what starts tomorrow? And they say this word, uh, some Swedish yeah. word. We don't know what it yeah. is. And they start saying, like, well, what's that? And the guy's like, and, and the, the guy that's actually writing his thesis on this area, he's like, oh, well, you mean seriously that? Like, that's what yeah. they're really going to be doing? And then they're like, yeah, and so one of the Americans, uh, what's, what's the dude? Um, Christian, Christian yes. turns to Josh, the guy that's doing his thesis is like, Josh, well, well what is this thing? Yes. And Josh just kind of smiles at him like, uh-huh. Yeah. You guys are in for something. And they're like, dude, that's, that's a mess. Like, don't, don't, come on, don't do that to us. And then they just goes to sleep. Yeah. So they wake up the next morning, they have this breakfast thing and these two people come out of this, uh, when they arrive, they look at this like big yellow, yeah. uh, pyramid. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what's that? And they're like, oh, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't look at that. So, or you can't go in there. It's not for you. And so they just keep walking. And these two people, these two old people uh, come walking out of there and they come sit down and they have this really weird, awkward breakfast. I'll tell you what, Ari Oster can make an awkward scene, but like (laughs) the whole movie is just really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so they have this really awkward breakfast and the two older people are like the leaders of the breakfast. You get to sit down when they sit down and you get to eat when they eat and all that kind of stuff. And then they um, they take the leaders and they take them on, like, uh, chairs. Like, they're like they're mm-hmm. kings and queens or something. And they lift them through. Uh, and everybody gathers at the face of this cliff. And they're all looking up at this cliff. And uh, um, the first old person, like, they, they cut their hands and then they rub them on these, like, runes. Runes, yeah. Um, and then the lady is, like, standing at the edge of the cliff and, like, makes eye contact with Danny, the girl from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and then just, like... Face plants off the cliff onto a rock yes. gosh it and was you, you gruesome see dude it. Yeah. it was gruesome man um and I think you know, like I mentioned earlier with you've, you've watched almost an hour of this movie and it's yeah. been a drama and mm-hmm. then out of nowhere it's yes. just like boom this gratuitous gore and it's just like wow yeah. but it's not like unreasonable or unrealistic gore it's like dang that was yes. what would look like if somebody smashed their face on a freaking rock after a mm-hmm. 30 or 40 foot drop you know um and I
0: think we just looked at each other. <laughs> yeah,
1: we were both just like, whoa. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then um, the the people from, from London that, uh, uh, what's his name, Pele's brother brought yeah. back, start freaking out. They're like, yeah. that's okay. We, mm-hmm. that's, what are you guys doing? This is messed up, man. And um, then the dude, the older dude, jumps off. But he, like the girl face plants, yeah. the dude jumps Wise. off feet first. Yes. Like feet first And catches the edge of his One of his legs on the rock And then hits the ground And so he's like Laying on the ground Like oh And his legs all messed up
0: Yeah he's not he didn't die Which was Yeah
1: yeah. And and so it's like Really It's it's Mm. nasty to watch I think you and I both Like each time Something like that happened We cringe We're like Oh Mm. gosh And so then This one guy You've been seeing him And you know You know when you see this guy That something It's gonna gonna happen He's got this giant hammer
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right Just like in the crowd Standing there with this giant hammer And so this dude falls and misses you know he hits the ground he's still alive so him and like four other people with the dude with the hammer and like four other people all walk over and start smashing this guy's face in yes like like peacefully yeah. and but like aggressively
0: and it's like uh, you know you have an adult and you have children too so I'm not sure if it, maybe there was a family it was yeah that. it might
1: have been like i think yeah there was there was an older gentleman and there were two younger girls that were there yes. with him doing the same thing
0: and and to tell you sometimes i'm not joking sometimes uh, it could have been a girl cuz some of them boys had long <laughs> hair too you know and again it's a swedish thing so but um but with that and i want to say even before that that um um Ari, he gives us a hint uh because when they're in their rooms and they say everyone from 0 to 18 we share this room oh yeah that's yeah. right and it says then you know we have our ages uh divided into four seasons you know and so it's like you just add another 18 years so again i'm going to do math off the top of my head and i'm so gonna it's be like eight,
1: i think one to 18 is your spring season yeah. you're supposed to kind of like you know just grow and frolic and yeah. stuff and then 18 to 36 is your summer season that's yeah. when you kind of go soul searching and find yourself and, yeah. and decide who you are as a person and then 36 to whatever is your uh um 54, is
0: your, I think, yeah, 54. Yeah, 54, yeah.
1: 36 to 54 is your fall season, and that's yeah. where you're going to, you go into production. That's yeah. when you're in, you're like a worker. Yeah. And then uh, 54 to 72, yeah. you're a mentor. Yeah. And then this girl says, what happens at 72? And, yeah.
0: And then uh, Paley just makes that you know, runs the throat, finger across your throat, you know. Drax wouldn't understand that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just like, you're dead. You know yeah. And so.
0: And so yeah. that's what we witnessed. Uh, you know, they reached the end of the line. And uh, one thing you know uh, Both of us Because definitely if we were there Even before that first woman hit Justin and Mm -hmm. I would be off We'd be running track stars You know and you know you said the two The couple from London are freaking out But um, and we have to mention Mark Who's the resident You know smart aleck doesn't even want to Come he just crashed asleep But you see Danny obviously is upset But the other two uh, Especially Josh is just like Hey, ho hum. You know, this is um, I'm an anthropologist. It's, it's their, yeah,
1: it's their cultural thing. This yeah. is what they do, and that's that's one note that I actually thought was really good. Like after this whole thing happens, and the girl is like freaking out, yeah. um, and then you know her her boyfriend Christian comes over yeah. and he's like, hey, you know, uh, are you okay? And she's like, you don't think it was weird? He's like, well, of course I think it's weird, yeah. but it's it's cultural. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, they they throw their old people off cliffs. We put ours in an old folks home. Yes. I'm sure they would be offended by the way that we treat ours the Very same good, way yeah. we were
0: by them, so that that was good yeah definitely um but yeah and i and because i was just like what is up with that and then you know um apparently you know the we don't know about mark what his major is because he's not in, in, interested at all about the culture customs i think he's just there for a hookup yeah
1: he's just there for yeah. the women that's yeah. that's his only thing and he's of course you know naturally the whole time he's just you know, ripping off one-liners and, yeah. and being generally unfriendly, yeah. but in a quirky way. Yeah. So,
0: And some of the subplots you have is that um, Paley has a sister who apparently takes a liking to Christian. Right. Who has, and we see his character is pretty much flawed. He's not, he's never been uh, a person to make uh, the hard choice. We see in the beginning that he's been dating Danny for two years, didn't have the guts to break up with her, uh, didn't have the guts to tell her not to go to Switzerland. Uh, he even misses her birthday. You know uh, That's on right the, On the summer solstice
1: Because she mentions That when they get there When they get to the destination It's going to be on her birthday Yeah And uh, what's his name Pele Yeah It draws a picture of her And it's yeah. like Here happy birthday And yeah. she's like Oh no this is great And yeah. he's like I'm sorry I probably should have done more Or something like that And yeah. she's like Oh well my boyfriend forgot So don't worry about it This is yeah. perfect Yeah So yeah, you definitely see That he's not A, a stand up a guy <laughs> as, as you would imagine Yeah
0: So you have like a Pele sister uh, it is a r- real ritual. If you like a dude, you bake him a pie, <laughs> with some special ingredients. that, again, everyone else is like, "That's what we do here," you know. Yeah. Uh, again, again, if you listen to this podcast and you, again, um, again, I, it's no easy way to say it, but you know, she adds uh, her one of her well, she adds her pubic hair to the recipe of the pie, and. Yeah. Um, for his pie. Yes. Yeah. So pie pie. Yes. And uh, then you have another sub story where, again, Mark has been crushing on one of the village girls and keep making eye contact. Mm-hmm. Another subplot you have is that Mark and jo- Christian decides he's going to write his thesis. Right. Uh, but the same thing similar to uh, Josh, would puts them at odds with each other.
1: And Josh is like, dude, you knew I was doing this. Yeah. Why are, Why are you just now telling me you're going to do this too? Yeah. And he's like, well, this is, you know. You're not doing it on this town. You're doing it on Midsummer festivals as a whole. You're yeah. moving on to, like, uh, uh, England and this mm-hmm. or Germany next, yeah. you know. And, and he says, well, you knew this is what I was going to want to do. Yeah. Why are you just now telling me this? This isn't fair. This isn't right. All that kind of stuff. And uh, um, basically they end up talking both to uh, Pele and getting permission from the elders yes. to work on their thesis together as long as they uh, change all the names to aliases, don't reveal the location, and uh, at one point he mentions that, or one of the elders mentions that he doesn't want pictures taken of their scriptures.
0: Yeah, and that takes us into uh, even the scripture, and I was very interested in um, Josh's storyline too, you know, because he um, talks to the elder about the scriptures, and interesting how there's been over a hundred books written by the townsfolk, but it's interesting how the person's chosen. You want to talk about that, Justin?
1: basically you know he's like he's looking at the alphabet josh yeah. is with the elder yeah. and uh the, the elder saying or josh is like so what does this mean and the elder says well these are all symbols of essentially emotions they don't write in like uh letters per se in these books they write in emotional states so he points to one he says see that's grief or that's guilt or things like mm-hmm. that and um so he's like well who, who writes it and he, said, well, he says you know there's there's a bunch of pages blank in this yeah. one because um, we want there to be continued generations of writing and so we um we have people you know continue to write these things and then the way that we do that is by we let him write and he points to this guy who's significantly deformed Mm -hmm. clearly is uh uh disabled in in many ways and uh at one point earlier um he he asks uh christian asks one of the townspeople like hey do you have any issues with inbreeding yeah and uh, he says, "Well, no." Uh, the 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 towns guys like, "No, well, we 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 typically stay away from the inbreeding yep. taboo. Occasionally, mm-hmm. the elders will approve cousins or something yep. like that, but we stay away from that sort of thing." And so they he asks, uh, "Go back to Josh and the elder." He says, "You know, well, who writes it?" And they point to this, you know, disabled kid, and, and they're like, "Well, well, was that, uh, what 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 happened? Was that like by design, or um, mm-hmm. is do you just like?" After he's dead, you wait for another disabled person to be yeah. born, and he says, "Oh no, no, we we uh, we plan this. We we mm-hmm. do this as a result of inbreeding. And the yeah. reason they want to have this uh, disabled person write these is he doesn't write. What he does is he draws pictures mm-hmm. because his mind doesn't think in our language. It's yeah. not limited. It's it's yeah. strictly idea based, yeah. and so um, they'll have these people." born and then they'll grow up and they'll draw the pictures and then because their brain is not limited by language and is based on ideas they'll be able to hear from the source more purely and then they paint yeah. pictures which is really just fingerprint smudges <laughs> Yeah. and then the elders will decipher what mm-hmm. the smudges mean and that's yeah. where these uh, these uh, scriptures come mm-hmm. from.
0: Yeah and you know up to this point everything seems kind of I mean again you know something in Nefarious is going to happen because just going into the movie but um uh, uh, got to mention that after the, uh, the elders were sacrificed themselves, the two England couples were saying, we're out of here, we're out of here. And they were packing up, and the uh, young lady, Connie, she's looking for a fiancé, Simon, ready to leave. And one of the, the elders informs Connie, hey, Simon left like 30 minutes ago. And she's like, what? There's no way, you know, we're engaged. He wouldn't leave me. He said, well, there's only room for two people. And he got in, left, and the truck's going to be back in about 30 minutes, and we'll pick you up and uh, so you know that concerns um, uh, Danny and you know when you're talking about how Danny uh, Christian was talking about the incest mm-hmm. and Danny said hey you know don't you think it's weird that Simon's guy he left his girlfriend his fiance and you know um, Christian just dismisses her and everything yeah. and that's where also another side story is that Pele has affections for Danny mm-hmm. and you know we're not ins- we're not sure how that's gonna play out and everything like that uh, but yeah uh, at the dinner time um, Again it, It's 9, 10 o'clock And it does not get dark Because it's the summer solstice But Now that um, Connie's disappeared And the elder says Oh yeah She left also And uh, You know She kind of You know uh, You know During the conversation You know said um, Christian that's something you would do You know You would yeah. leave me Yeah
1: you know. So he, he Yeah he's like uh, She says um, uh, They're talking about how uh, What's his name Simon Her fiance yeah. She's like, you know, Simon. Simon just left, and he's like, "Yeah, that's so weird." And she says, it "Seems like something you would do." And he's like, yeah. "What that's supposed to mean, you know?" And uh, so, it's kind of interesting to see how that plays out, um, and how, yeah, her affection for him and and his, you know, lack thereof is is commented on. It he takes offense to that. Yeah. Um, so moving on, let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Mm. Um, this is kind of where the stuff hits the fan. Like, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah,
0: like exactly. <laughs> We're waiting for yeah. this one.
1: Suddenly, it, yeah. it hits the fan, yeah. so, like, um, they do this uh, – they start by doing this dance competition. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: um, you want to go back to where Mark – right, Mark goes off. Yeah, Mark
1: – where Mark pees on. So they, like, they burn the old people that threw themselves off the cliff, yeah. and then they're shoveling their ashes onto this tree, and Mark goes – yeah, and, and they They finish that up And yeah. then a few minutes later Mark has to pee And so he starts peeing On this tree And then this guy Just loses his mind He's like What are you doing Yeah You're peeing on all Of my ancestors And they're just like What And he's yeah. like Oh this is our sacred tree yeah. And it's really It's, it's pretty bizarre um, And then I think It's actually during that meal Where she says uh, That's something you would do yeah. Where Mark gets the invitation From the girl that he liked uh, yes. To follow her Yeah So he does that And then Is never heard from again Yeah. Yeah uh, That Josh, night Yeah Josh Who was looking at the books The the scriptures earlier And asked like Hey can I take a picture yeah. The elder like immediately shuts it And he's like No that's unacceptable mm-hmm. So um, He stays up that night When everybody else goes to sleep He sneaks into the temple And grabs the scriptures And he notices that This is This temple is where the, This disfigured uh, this person sleeps mm-hmm. And uh so he is picking up the book, and he's taking pictures of it, and uh, some dude wearing Mark's face yes. shows up and hits him over the head with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Like, and boom, yep. dead.
0: Yeah, no question.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing their next dinner, and they, uh, they're they going to have the girl, um, Danny. she's mm-hmm. going to be participating in this dance ritual thing. Yeah. And, Whoever can, basically, whoever dances the longest gets to become the May Queen, which Mm -hmm. is a big honor or whatever. And while this is happening, uh, Christian is being asked to enter this room with this spiritual leader lady. And so he enters the room with her. And she basically says, Hey, so and so has taken a liking to you and you've been approved to bang. And he's like, What? And so they start kind of doing that thing, and he's kind of hesitant, but then he gets into it when he sees her and a bunch of other ladies oh all my gathered around. Yeah. Com- none of them wear any clothes.
0: It's, it's nothing's... God,
1: it's, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. And uh, once they start, like, once they start actually, like, going at it, yeah. like, all the... So the, the girl that he's, like, with... May you know moans and all the other girls start moaning the exact same way like in time with her moan it's so weird man so weird and uh and so the danny ends up winning the the may queen title and uh then she is being celebrated and then they're kind of walking and they hear this weird noise coming out of this room where her uh, where christian and the other girl are and uh, she's like, what's that? And the girls are all like, oh, that's not for you. That's okay. You don't have to worry about it. She, of course, takes a look through the keyhole, sees what's happening, and begins uh, to do that horrible moaning thing yeah. that she did at the beginning. That, yeah. Aah, <laughs> Aah. Uh-huh. And all the girls around her, they just start doing it back at her. Yes. Like, like they they, like they wait for her to, like, and then they all Aah, Aah, simultaneously. Aah, Aah. Aah. And it's just like, what <laughs> is happening? Yeah. And... Um, Christian ends up... Well,
0: go ahead. I think, yeah, and uh, we see that they, they use a lot of, um, uh, I guess, I don't know what you call it, spirits or drinks, you know, because they yeah. keep drugging them. And that's, you know, why um, Christian somehow wanders into that barn with the ladies. Yeah, he's and, like clearly
1: tripping and,
0: and... And, yeah, I tell you, they said they'd let him know this will keep you uh, with stamina. And yeah. you've got to because if, if you saw the scene when there's like women of all different ages... Uh, nude and they're (laughs) chanting and saying stuff and they're like getting
1: involved in the process too they're like trying to push on his hips and stuff like that like what what is happening (laughs) so so he's he's you know he's intoxicated in some way shape or form so she everybody's intoxicated Mm. unless you're from sweden yeah in which case you're like aha Mm. we're intoxicating the americans so we can kill them and (laughs) so anyway so he finishes up. He walks out. He realizes he's like, "What have I done?" And yeah. so he runs out of there. He's not wearing any clothes. He's like, "I gotta hide." He runs into this
0: barn thing. Or well, before he finds, he finds uh, Simon, Josh. Remember, he finds Josh. Oh, first? that's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. He he runs out, and there's like a leg sticking out of the garden, like yeah. just a leg. And he so he runs the other direction, where he finds Simon who has been, like, hung from the ceiling by a bunch of straps. And I think on that show Vikings, I haven't actually seen the yeah. show, they do this thing called, like, Angel Wings or something. I don't yes. know what it's called. Where they basically, like, pull your lungs out through your back yeah. and mm-hmm. put them on display. But you see that Simon's are still functioning. Simon yes. is still breathing mm-hmm. with his lungs on display, yeah. display out of his back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gas uh, Christian with something. He hits the floor and wakes up. And they're like, hey, you can't uh, move or speak. Mm-hmm. Um and you're just gonna sit here, okay? And then they've got the May Queen, who's now traumatized and super irritated that her boyfriend was banging this other girl. Yeah. And uh, so they say, you know, we've got we offer up nine sacrifices yeah. to our spirit gods or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've got nine accounted for, but one of them is a raffle. And if the if you choose uh, May Queen, you can have a substitute instead of the raffle. Mm-hmm. So she agrees to have Christian killed. Yeah. And so naturally, what do you do with a guy that's going to be sacrificed? Mm-hmm. You gut a bear and put him <laughs> inside the bear skin. And then they take all of these people, mm-hmm. uh, the dead ones, the live ones, the people that volunteered. Yeah. Um, put them inside that giant yellow pyramid
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: light the whole thing on fire. Yeah. And then while these people are all burning and screaming, the because uh, there were two live volunteers. Mm-hmm. So they're screaming because they're burning to death. All the rest of the people in the commune are screaming like they're in agony and like writhing on the grass, like Whoa, mm-hmm. yeah, doing that weird mirroring thing that they mm-hmm. did earlier. Yeah. And basically the last shot is you get to see the May queen who is Danny, the one mm-hmm. that we've seen since the beginning, begin to kind of enjoy the whole process. And yeah. she smiles at the camera and then boom,
0: now that's movie it. ends. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the one thing that I had a question about too is, the, um, the two volunteers, like I said, he said there's nine people and, uh, four were the Americans that were brought in, and then you had the elders mm-hmm. counted uh, five and six. Then you had the two volunteers, with the villagers, and Christian. And it's kind of interesting that um, the two volunteers they were given something from the yew tree, right? And they were told, "You will not feel no pain.
1: You'll feel no pain. You'll feel no fear." Yeah.
0: And one person he didn't. He turned and smiling, no pain. But the other, his brother, mm-hmm. uh, felt all the pain, and he's just sort of writhing in pain, screaming. And that's when all the villagers started doing the same thing, which I, at first I thought maybe something went wrong and they realized, but yes, some of them were smiling. For
1: for a second, I almost felt like it was like a, like a spiritual connection. Like they were like, oh, the anguish. Mm -hmm. But really, I think it was just kind of an opportunity for them to um, almost again, be like a satire and be like, you know, well, I can get out all my pain and aggression yeah. By screaming when someone else screams, and then mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with it, and I can put on that happy face for the yeah. next time we have Americans coming. Yes, us.
0: and you know, and uh, we didn't say it before they have this thing that's every seventy years because 90. 90, yes, 90 years ninety years. So because I was thinking at first, you know, if they do this every summer, there's got to be a huge missing persons <laughs> list, you know. But uh, and again, we want to our first impromptu, and, and we want to keep it, you know, at a a certain length that people won't wane from our attention. But um, so. Uh, You worth it? Do you think yeah. it's worth going to the theater or is something you should wait for streaming?
1: You know, I think uh if you're big into it, and I'll tell you, it's not a traditional horror movie. No. It's not like no I expected scares. it to be yeah. scary. I expected it to be something where I felt like disturbed when I walked away. Yeah. Really, it was more like a bizarre and, uh I don't know, just kind of pokes. Yeah. It's like, think about this thing. Yeah, no you doubt. know um so i wouldn't i wouldn't say it was scary i wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was a horror movie yeah but if you're in for some bizarre cinema man go see it it's it's pretty yeah. pretty strange
0: yeah and again i think what i took away from that is the the one of the main protagonists named christian in mm, the film yeah. you know i think about how in christianity you know if we're not careful you know he may he was so indecisive he <laughs> went with the flow he accepted everything so um i don't think that's exactly the message he tried to tell me or the audience But that's something I took from it And uh Sure Same thing with Justin Said that It is a It's a niche film You know uh, It's not going to be For everybody And you know Um I'm glad I saw it Because it opened us the dialogue To talk about that And start this podcast And again If you have some Background noise, We're out in uh, Outdoor uh, Bridge street You know Outdoor shopping And so we had to Move a couple of times Because of people talking But um uh, We hope to make more And uh Next time we'll Have a name For our podcast too But <laughs> um Hopefully you'll um, just follow along with this ride that we have. All All right. right. See See you next time. Thank you.